0: presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights
1: Welcome back to another, we believe, exciting episode of The Bartok College Presents Hellfire Nights. I'm with the entire team, and I'm going to just go around and introduce them real quick. Playing Ashen Brenner, as always. uh, Paul. Paul, how are you? I'm
0: excellent. I'm very excellent. Thank you. (laughs) Good.
1: Would you like to give our listeners a mic check? Or should we just... No, we probably don't want to do that, because they
0: will probably look it up. (laughs) Any Um... Arkansas fans out there? (laughs) Anybody from Arkansas? Any listeners (laughs) in Arkansas? Little (laughs) Rock, Big Rock,
2: what? What? (laughs)
1: Holler oh if God. you got your teeth. Okay, so um, <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that. Um, and then over there playing Simona, uh, who is en route and returning to London just about this evening, uh, is Mel. How are you today, Mel?
3: I'm doing fantastic. Simona is also doing fantastic. It's single girl summer. It's hot girl summer for her. It's probably not summer. We're going with it. It's hot girl no, it's, whatever season we're
1: in. No, it's just about summer. Hot yeah,
3: girl summer, baby. I'm living my life. <laughs> I'm terrified to see the dumpster fire I'm coming home to, though.
1: Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. And playing our uh, enigmatic and wacky Rosamond is Kayla. How are you tonight, Kay?
4: I'm doing great. Um, I'm excited to deal with my first ever mage haunting. Um, it'll be fun to work with Ashen Brenner as his buddy, and I've got some plans of my own with some diseased vampires, so we'll see how that turns out.
0: Excellent. I'm very excited to see how many references from that one scene in Ghostbusters we can sneak in organically. Organically. <laughs> you can't, because a reference, if you just say it, it's like, oh, okay, we've all seen that. But if you weave it in, if you Sigourney weave it in, mm. then it's better. Unlike yeah. that. Right, Don't don't make it so obvious. No, don't do that. They hate that. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go. Okay, this bar is fucking set. I am ready. Woo! And
1: of course, we have uh, Lauren playing Evelyn. Evelyn is uh, returned with a little bit of a uh, little bit more power than just a stick. Um, you know her as she likes to refer to it, her peasant stick. How is uh, how is Lauren tonight? And are you excited to be back as Evelyn?
2: I'm always excited to step back into my, you know, my boss bitch, my bad bitch, you know, my Victorian Kardashian role. Oh god. Um my Victorian Listen,
1: Kardashian. Oh,
2: she's yeah. she's a yep. she's a woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: She's she's, you know, an enterprising genius. She's mm-hmm. built a name for herself. Yep. And, you know, this one didn't involve a sex tape, so it's okay.
1: And she has um, her dad's money. So that, that makes sense.
2: <laughs> she does. all of daddy's money i'm gonna spend it um no it's always it's always fun to come back to this character especially now that i don't just have a stick and a lot of money to hit people with
1: true uh and finally um dr horatio Jackal is played by mike and i i think of everyone tonight mike is probably the most ready to go dice have been warming under a heat lamp all day Uh, i'm (laughs) I'm hydrated i've limbered up (laughs) Horatio is here to do things. Ah, I fucked yeah. that up. Horatio's here to do two things: chew gum and kick ass. And gum hasn't been invented yet. Right, and I'm all out of. And Wrigley's isn't even here yet. So <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be masticating for a long time. Uh, yeah. So we'll see where we, that, that all goes. We're going to start though. Uh, Simona, you've been. Um, you left Bastion in uh, in Tuscany. Prior to a dinner party that he was organizing, very excited, and uh, you didn't stay for that. He he did all the begging and the pleading that a guy does sometimes, especially when he's seven hundred years old and kind of set in his ways.
3: Typical.
1: You you kept <laughs> typical. <laughs> you, you walked out on your sire, your your blood partner, your you know the man who who gave you on life and who stood by your side and helped you. You know. Realize a dream of painting throughout the ages and going to various parts of the world and bastion's always been there and now he's gone for you but you are returning somewhat triumphant to london and um a seat as you know on the council with uh kieran and fraser and the rest of the primogen or primogen of london so why don't we start with you uh you do you do your, your box is taken off the boat during the day but it's crated fairly well So you're, you know, you made a, a, you know, a morning crossing, but everything's been set up during that, you know, you'd be on a certain ship on a certain day. And because you had made your way back to, we had said to uh, La Havre in France on your own, but then you were able to catch a boat, you know, had recommended or set up for you. Yeah. So you make it into London uh, unscathed, perfectly fine. And um, you're back in town. So you, you you know, they, uh, they cracked the box as normal and, they leave you in a room somewhere and thinking that you're just going to get picked up by some mortician or whatever, but you are able to step out uh, of your traveling case. <laughs> your your, uh, yeah, your <laughs> traveling case is probably a good word for it. And you find yourself back in London and it's about 9 PM.
3: Excellent. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to do what I think I want to do. And I want to go back to, I guess, my abode. And just kind of check and make sure, you know, check in on any affairs that might have happened. If I've had any correspondence sent to me, um, just kind of, you know, doing a little bit of housekeeping, coming okay. back and reestablishing myself.
1: Mm-hmm. Evelyn, could you're on? If you're near the mic, which I'm sure you are, with with the situation that you're supposed to be transporting people in and out of London, and it's been busy. Uh, every every couple of weeks, it starts to ramp up just a little bit more. Uh, as people are beginning to make their arrangements for coming in and out of the Hellfire Club with uh, Simona's return. Would you have warned? Would you have let Kiernan know that one of his um, his primogen were was coming back into town on a certain evening or would you have kept that on the QT?
2: Um, I guess. OK, question for Simona. Did you keep it on the download that you were leaving?
3: Um, no, I would have told, um, because I had I had broached the subject with Kieran anyway, I was very upfront about it, so mm-hmm. he knew where I was going, and he right. knew who I was going to go see, and he kind of gave me a choice, and now they're going to see which choice I made, and that was not to return with Bastion and to part ways with right. him.
2: Okay. That being said, um, it is not my business to report what my clients do to other people. It's kind of what I do. Um, so uh, Simona is, she's back and I haven't necessarily written an express letter to uh, the prince. Hey, Simona's back. She's at this dock at this time. You know, want to be her Uber? Go pick her up. It, nothing like that, no.
1: You don't feel obligated to let him know when one of his elders is back coming back? You don't think that's he would want that from you? I'm asking.
2: That is a uh... That is a tricky question. I feel like I'm being leaned toward one way.
1: Uh, it's I'm asking you as a businesswoman, one of his you know, his chosen, one of the seven that represent the city, are coming back into town on a certain evening. They've been away. Do you think he would have wanted to be that he would want to be notified of that prior to the arrival? How do you knowing Kiernan, the character, the way you do as an NPC, what would you think?
2: Actually, yeah this isn't like modern travel this would have taken weeks potentially it it
1: took her it took her a couple days to cross yeah yeah because Italy to France isn't massive but by train but you know there were she was traveling abroad she had a mission she's now you know she was going to do something
2: okay all right um the letter would have been the missive would have been short and sweet Mm -hmm. uh Simona dock time date
1: okay that's and you would have sent that to him yesterday Okay, Uh, Simona, yep, then Simona, as you're coming, as you're uh, um, leaving the the customs house down by the docks where Evelyn's men usually are able to control things um, due to payoffs and and other uh, things that she's instilled and has set up, uh, as you're coming out of that area and making your way towards one of the main avenues, you do see a, a fairly, you know, appointed, handsome standing there, and a, and a gentleman that, you know, you you recognize as one of Kiernan's lackeys. Um, his name is Carl, and he's just standing, he stands there, and he sees you, and he starts walking towards, and he says, Lady Delatory, it is so good to have you home. Kiernan has sent a carriage for you.
3: How kind of our esteemed prince. Um, yes, I would love to take the carriage back to my humble abode.
1: Of course. Um... And he offers his hand to help you up into the carriage.
3: I take it. I'm wanting to stay on uh, Kiernan's good side and in his good graces. I don't offend him by denying anything that he is sending.
1: I, this is, as far as you know, this is an abnormal behavior. You know, this uh him sending a carriage to collect one of his own or one of his people that he counts on. Would not seem so out of place, especially as a, a woman in that period of time.
3: Exactly. That's why I'm like, you know what? Great. Now I don't have to walk and deal with. Well, you would have
1: been able to get your own cab, but yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't. Now I don't have to deal with that. It saved me a headache. Let me go home.
1: All right. Um, it's only about four minutes into the ride uh, and you realize you are not heading for your abode. You are definitely heading towards Fraser's, uh estate.
3: Um, I signal the driver then and I go. Uh, Did I get his name?
1: Carl. Carl is the one that's, that's on the, on the, you know, standing on the back. The driver itself. No, you don't know his name.
3: Okay. Then I go to Carl, who I know, I just sort of stick my head out and I go, ah, Mr. Carl, I was under the impression that I was being taken back to my home and not to, uh, see Kiernan this evening. I thought I made it very clear that I'm weary and tired after my travels and I wish to go home and sort out my affairs.
1: Of course, Ms. della but the prince has some very serious news that he wished to share with you before arranging for you to return to your own domicile. It, he promised that it won't take long, and I should assure you that if it wasn't an emergency, he wouldn't have called upon you.
3: Uh, she kind of just puts one hand on her temple, thinking, what could possibly have gone wrong while I was away? And she goes, certainly, Carl, that's... Not an issue. Kiernan just better hope for his sake that it's short. And I just relax back into the cart.
1: Okay. Yeah. In about another f- 15, 20 minutes, uh, you're making your way up into, you know, outside of the the district's north on the northern side of London. And you do come upon a uh, a house that you, you know, you've met Kiernan in the past on several occasions. It's not his most direct uh, or most centrally located Apartments. Uh, he does have a a brownstone, sort of similar what Evelyn has, but that one he is. This is not where they're bringing you. They're bringing you more out to. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a country home, but it's definitely a. It's 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 a house. It's a fairly large house, sort of like what you and Bastion had. Not quite so lavish, mm-hmm. uh, but still well appointed, and and it's it's a nice home. It's brick, uh, and they pull up in you know in front of it, and he steps down and helps you alight from the the carriage. And um escorts you towards the front door.
3: Okay, then I um I go up and I wait to be uh brought in. I wait mm-hmm. to be announced and
1: everything. Yeah. He he opens the door for you, you know, allows you to go through first, shuts it behind you, and doesn't say please wait here or anything. He's he understands that you know your time is valuable. Uh he just asks that you please follow him. He brings you to a like a music hall area where you know there's a, a piano and and um it's really more like a conservatory it would probably be the right word not a music hall a conservatory and sitting there on on a couch is is Kiernan and he sees you come in and he immediately rises and he says Simona looking ravishing as ever
3: My lord it's lovely to see you although I must say I was expecting to arrive home Please. He said that there was some sort of an emergency. I, what happened?
1: Would you have a seat, please? And he sits back down.
3: I sit back down too.
1: Okay. Um, he says, are you, are you requiring refreshment? Are you, are you comfortable? Do what, do you need anything?
3: Um, I assume that my, my blood pool is probably.
1: A few points down. Yeah. You probably weren't able to feed much on the trains and stuff.
3: Okay. I ask for, um, like a light refreshment. I ask if he has a, a wine glass,
1: maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So something's brought for you. Um, in the interim, you know, Carl goes out and he, he fetches it. Um, the Highlander woman, Sarah comes in. Uh, she, t- she stands off to the side of Kiernan, uh, on his left-hand side. She smiles at you kind of, then she kind of sits on the armchair on uh, the on the arm of the couch. And, uh, he says, Simona, I'm, I, I do apologize for bringing you here in, in such haste, especially since you just arrived. Uh, and I do have important information that is crucial to the entire city. But before I go into that, what was your decision? How has this played out?
3: I sort of look down at my nails as I talk and I look up at him and I go we no longer have to worry about Bastion Moreau stepping into London or on the entirety of the United Kingdom he knows he is no longer welcome in my life or the life of Clan Dor here in London
1: I see and how are you going to deal with the call Do you think Bastion is just going to let you go so easily? You're going to be drawn back to his blood like any child or to a sire. Should he put pressure on you, how will you deal with it? Just asking.
3: I'm sure you understand, and you know very well from our years of knowing each other that I am incredibly strong-willed. Someone may call it stubborn. I made it very clear that I do not want to see him, and if I ever do see him again... That it will not end well for him. So I would not worry about it. Now, please, I'm, I'm curious and I'm worried about what could possibly be plaguing London. What is the news that you have?
1: He looks at Sarah. She kind of just smiles. He looks back at you and says, several weeks ago, we began hearing rumors that the youngest of us, those who can claim lineage back to Cain 12 times removed the shortest fangs that we have began to no longer be able to use their disciplines they were no longer able to heal damage that they received through the blood and within a fortnight they were no longer able to extend their fangs the gift had somehow been leached from them at first we thought very little of it um rumors panic a vampire or a per- maybe a person who witnessed an embrace screaming that they were part of our fa- our, our brood our family but it became fairly evident fairly clear not long after that that we were dealing with something Potentially very serious. Now, in the last 10 days, we're finding that those who are 11 steps from Cain are having a hard time manifesting their gifts. They are losing their speed. They are also claiming to not be able to heal. And it's not happening to them all at the exact same speed or time. Some are, within one night, unable to conjure their gifts or produce any more strength or virility. And then several days later, their teeth are no longer able to to extend. Some are taking many days for the process to wear them down. But it appears that we have a very serious crisis. And now that those children are beginning to fail we have to make a decision and I'm waiting to hear your vote because the other primogen have already spoken to me on this matter while you were absent. And I do not feel that I can delay much longer. We have already 17 children that we have rounded up and are keeping who know the fact that there is a masquerade and that we exist now no longer able to fundamentally survive or potentially even extend their life it appears for all intents and purposes that they are human again and yet they have the knowledge of us and that will not do
3: how how could this be possible is this some sort of some sort of spell by the Magi? Is this some sort of illness set upon us? I mean, it's they're human again. Are they they're just human. They're mortal. But they're not. It
1: appears so. It appears that they are reverting back to their former biome. Their former genus species.
3: And this is only affecting
1: the youngest so far. But how long until it af- it comes to us, who knows? I approached they from Clan Tremere, and of course they did what they do and made some inquiries, and now they have teams working on trying to unravel what possibly could be happening to us if it is a magical sort of an attack. But i I must say that they were not they're not very hopeful that they would be able to find some sort of remedy or cure quickly. I, uh, my spies have also told me that they have, through their inquiries, roused the curiosity of one of their older, one of the oldest of their clan, to make their way to London. And even now he is here. And while this was all going to potentially happen anyway with the closing of the Hellfire Club in October, I really didn't want all elders here, especially those that old, to be roaming London for such a long time. So, some want to escape, some want to run and hide, some want to just take the next generation and kill them, hoping to stop the spread. The 11s are gone if we gather all the 10s that we know of, and slaughter them, perhaps it'll stop the this process. How? I'm not sure. I think that's panic talking.
3: I think so, too. There's no way that we can be sure of that.
1: Well, what we can be sure of is that it's not happening everywhere. Only in Great Britain. I've reached out to several other princes on the continent, and one in the New World, and they show no signs of any... Malady happening to their people.
3: Is there anything that. Those who have. Those who have had the. Um, the embrace undone from them. Is there something that they have in common. Any common. Feeling any common symptom. Maybe that they might have.
1: It's crossing clans. It's crossing lineages. And you know and sires. It just seems to be affecting. The weakest bloods. And going down, and then now coming, you know, closer and closer to those of us who are older. Um, Again, at the moment, unless the clans are lying or hiding, there's been no report of anyone who claims to be only 10 steps from our Lord. But that could already be happening, we just don't know it yet. Like I said, we have 17. That's not even all of them. There are a few others that are unaccounted for. They could be dead or they could be out there panicking and scared, willing to talk to the newspapers and willing to talk to the police. And eventually they're going to be believed. So here's the question. Do we round them up and keep them safe against their will or with their will in the hopes that we can restore their power? Or do we simply dispose of these that have been affected? How would you vote?
3: We can't just dispose of them. Are we just... Are we just supposed to kill anyone? Why can't we? Because we just had... We just had so much unrest between the clans. If we start...
1: This has nothing to do with any one clan.
3: No, I understand that, but everyone is already so tense, and now this is happening. I feel like if clans start losing people left and right, there's going to be more unrest, especially if one clan loses more individuals than the other. I think that we should keep everyone rounded together and safe until we figure this out. It could be something as simple as undoing a spell, or it could be something as ruin a cure of some kind but I don't think that we should act this way right away. I think everyone should remain together. That way we can test everyone. We can learn. We can... Why kill kill the study when we don't have any answers yet?
1: I told you she wouldn't have the stomach for
4: it.
3: It's not about having the stomach for it. It's about thinking about this smartly. How long has this been going on? I haven't gone that way. I haven't been
1: gone that long. The new, unfortunately, it when it was happening to those of the twelfth generation, like I said, rumor, no one believed it. We just sort of wrote it off at first until we had proof, and now the elevens are fading. So you believe that we should round them up, keep them safe in the interim, and what? Use them as guinea pigs, as lab rats? That is your just. That is the way you would vote.
3: I believe we should observe them. Clan Tremere, look at them, study them?
1: You know what they do to those they look at. Maybe you don't. (laughs) I can tell you, they would probably prefer to be put out of their misery.
3: Well, then let that be the choice, then. Let them have the choice, but I don't think that we should just kill them right away. I think we should keep them together, observe them, Mm -hmm. learn more. We don't know what the next step of this is.
1: Very well. So, we were at a draw, but now we're not. So, Simona, I will, here is the low, he writes, he gets up and writes on a piece of parchment uh, a street address. He says, this is the house where they are being kept. I give it to you. I task you to make sure that they stay safe and quiet and that We will work on finding a better building and move them as soon as we are able, because I have a feeling these numbers are going to increase before we find a cure. But since you have decided to go with those claiming that we should let them live, you you will be their babysitter.
3: I take the piece of paper out of his hand without breaking eye contact and I go, no issue. Nothing I can't handle. I just must ask, is there anyone of Clan Toreador that is among the affected?
1: No. You hadn't been allowed to produce children for quite some time.
3: I see. Well, how lucky is that? I will oversee it. I will step there right now, on my way home. Is there anything else that you require of me, my lord?
1: No. No, but I'll stay in touch.
3: I'm sure you will. Then I bid you a good night.
1: Carl, show her out. Welcome home, Simona.
3: I turn and I kind of give a hand gesture like, thank you. And I head my way out.
1: Okay. <clears throat> You're going to make your way over to the uh, the address that he gave you?
3: Yes. I... Before you head home? Yes.
1: Okay. All right, you're going to take care of that. Let's go over to Ashen Brenner and Rosamond,
4: the dynamic duo.
1: Bingo.
0: Did that come across <laughs> as the, the Adam West Batman transition? It it sort of did. A you little. did a very okay. good job. Okay, good. You, as long as so many...
2: I found know. it convincing. <laughs> at
1: good. first, All I thought right. it was bo- at first I thought it was just bowling pins like slamming together, um, <laughs> but. It you know it wasn't so good. It was uh, it was the Batman.
0: Excellent.
1: All right, you have your cigars. Um, that's sort of where we left off with the two of you was going to pick up some uh, some sundries and uh, and some smokes and then heading back towards uh, Ashen Brenner's um, studio. Is that correct? Yes.
4: Yes. In order to get
0: it fumigated from ghosties.
4: You know, this isn't right. exactly like a pest problem. This there's no chemical compound i could use to i am sorry i'm rambling well, i found it's, it fumigation very, is just a very interesting word i found it
1: very irritating the two of you make your way uh there and it's basically what used to be a, a part of a warehouse um one level uh the the there's only one way in and one way out that's obvious from your approach and it has a pretty solid door to it no light can get in from this area. All the other windows have been either they've been blackened out, the the few that are you know towards the top of the building because it's about eight and a half feet, nine feet tall. So it has, you know, it, it whatever was stored in here was not ma- monstrously large unless it was laid on its side. So this is just a you know a flat building that was used for for storage and stuff and things like that. Um, Ashen Brenner, what? You went and got her. Did you put everything away, or is everything out where you normally would keep it? How would you? How, did, I know you left sort of quickly last time, but would you have cleaned up a little bit, or is it it is as it
0: is? I mean, I cleaned up the mess, um, right? But other than that, you know, oh shit, I probably should have gotten another coffin. All right, that's on me. Um, if I have time, about what time you can, is it? In the evening? Just one. Um,
1: by the time you get picked up, Rosamond um i think it was like around 11 okay so you could make your way to blakely and sons i mean you do know that they keep odd hours. ours and okay. if you take a yeah. coach there yeah you could do that
0: just basically i mean if if i can even make i can just make shift it because the only thing is the hinges and the lid were wrenched off correct yes okay so yeah i, I can also just you know slap something together it, it doesn't have to be a big deal yeah
1: okay yeah.
0: um no worries so uh okay. Rosmand Asher uh, Brenner you I
1: guess you would uh, you know unlock the door and, and let her in.
0: Yeah, so undo all the chains and stuff and uh it's a uh, it's a uh, it's not a nice place. Um it's not a nice place. I'll kind of gesture over into the corner where you'll see uh kind of several metal cages with uh people in various states of um Portion, distension, stuff like that. Um, and I'll just kind of, you know, wave a hand at them and, you know, don't don't look them in the eye.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: try, try not to don't acknowledge them. They just get crazy. Just to let them yeah. then they bark and yell. And
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I gagged the more loquacious. Uh, yes, you did. Yes. yes, so yes it'll just excite them. I don't know. New friend. I don't know. Maybe they think you'll help them. I don't know.
1: I'm picturing that toy from Blade Runner with just
0: <laughs>
1: the little the little soldier one that he made. They're my yeah. friends. Yeah,
0: I yeah, I them. could see that. It's like partly partly that and partly maybe like a scene from Seven. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, L- less less well lit, I'd say.
4: <laughs> gotcha. Okay.
0: And then I'll, I'll point accusingly at the floor, I'll be like that. That is where I felt things. And then I'll, I'll gesture at the, the broken coffin. And that, that is what it did, this thing. And then I did the circle and the salt. And I'll, I'll gesture at any any books or tomes that I have. And, eh? So I've done all I can do.
4: I, I see that. Um. By the way, is he meant to be in that position? She points to one of the more bent over backwards boys.
0: I mean, m- meant to, according to whose victim?
4: You know, pro- pro-
0: probably not. <sighs> but you know, crepes and eggs. Mm.
3: the things you do Uh, for art
0: exactly
4: (laughs) Rosamond's just trying to make sense of some of the shapes she's trying not to look at them but at the same time it's like how does one put one's foot in one's mouth it's interesting (laughs) of all and persistence
1: of all the kindred that ashenbrenner could have brought here (laughs) you are probably the least affected because of what you've seen that they do for gargoyles and other things like you're you're probably the while it, again, you may look and go, yeah, wow, but again, I, I she think, hasn't yeah.
4: really been exposed to those things until the past few months. Like the gargoyle then you're probably thing affected. shook her because her sire kind of kept her in the dark about a lot of the other stuff. So okay. yeah, she's still kind of like, uh huh, but she's not freaking out. It's just a question. It's just a question mark over her head.
0: Well, okay. These aren't, but I, I'm not making a a, a grisly telegram like you guys. I'm I'm making, you know, this is this is art. This is this is for the ages. This is this is the true expression. This is truth.
4: And it is your. But in truth. answer
0: to your question, exactly. And in answer to your question, um, you can you can you know look at them, just just don't make eye contact. Or do I, I really don't care.
4: I will follow your word on that my dear friend. Um circle of salt uh that was for when you saw the apparition.
0: Yes, I put that around my coffin because I thought that would help.
4: And uh were you successful did it abate the spirit's ire or s- or some other thing?
0: Uh, I, I felt, aside from the horrifying, blurry presence, I, I felt pressure. Uh, that of a vacuum, eventually it dissipated. I don't know if it's something I did, or if it simply got bored and went off to go make ectoplasm. I don't know.
4: Spirits don't usually get bored. They haunt for eternity, if they can. That usually means something summoned it away. Excellent. Or forced it away. Oh. Um, I would like to examine the space closer. May I?
0: Sure, please. please.
4: All right. Um, can I use my Let's see what I have: investigation and wits to see what else we have here.
1: Do you have aspects?
4: Uh, I do have an aus- one dot in aspects.
1: Heightened senses will definitely help. So instead of needing sixes, you'll need fours. Let me know how many you get.
4: Okay, so investigation and wits, right?
0: Yep. And while this is happening, I'm also just going to kind of see if anything has changed since I left. Okay. Okay,
4: I have one crit fail and four regular successes.
0: Okay,
1: so you have more than enough. Not a problem. Okay. You... It doesn't take you long, Rosamund... To become very concerned. It doesn't take you long to start. Realizing that. This building. Has. Been soaked. In. Magic. And it has been. Prepared in such a way that it is it, it is actually acting like a vessel or a phylactery. God damn it.
4: well, so it's um, so it's like <laughs> <I> a <danced. laughs> it's a source of this is how it's a, a it's become a source. Of energy and magic, that- it's become
1: it. So, if you were in a, if you were uh, a high priest of uh, you know, like an Imhotep or something, and you were putting uh, you know the organs of Pharaoh in into canopic jars, they had rituals that were placed on those jars to keep them and then seal them. If you were trying to store blood for a long period of time as a vampire and you wanted to keep it liquefied so it could be drank, or any type of spirit or essence you may produce a type of bottle or vessel to store something in that would that would be that is magically imbued this building has become magically imbued this building is a for lack of a better term is a like a phylactery or something else there have been enough there's been enough magical vortex and essence churning around this building of late that you literally can feel the pressure. You especially can feel it. And Brenner was feeling at its height when it was fully moving fully working. Um, it is the focus of a curse. It is the focus of several spells. Whatever's on it, it's <laughs> strong and it's not going to be easy to remove.
4: Alright, so I turn to him with a curious look on my face as I'm looking up at the ceiling, trying to see if, like, there's anything out of place, like, rune signs, I don't know, she's just not wanting to look at him directly when she gives him the news of, like, well, Ashenbrenner, I, um, I do believe you are suffering under the fact that this building is cursed. Some powerful magics is going on here, and in the very floors that you're walking upon. You are inside the spell itself.
0: So, Sage, do I, do I sage, do I smudge it?
4: It's going to take a lot more than some silly gypsy thing to get rid of this.
0: Can you tell me, How long this has been here, I trust, I trust Evelyn to a point, um, but that trust will be shaken if she put me in some sort of a a devil's asshole.
4: I would say for Evelyn's, uh, for in the defense of Evelyn, that she hates magic as much as me, um... I don't think she would put you here knowingly, and this feels rather recently. Um, yes. As you said, the spell, you felt heightened last night. This sort of thing doesn't, it, it manifests itself in a rather quick way, especially a curse. And if you were, if I'm reading into your experience in the past few nights correctly, it is fresh.
1: Uh, uh, Paul, you also have Auspex, right? I With fashion better. Mm-hmm. Could you please roll a uh, Wits of Perception? And again, you'll need fours.
0: I have two in Auspex.
1: Oh, so make it three. Okay, Wits of Perception.
0: And seven. And two, three,
1: four, five. Six successes. No problem. You he- you hear what you believe to be birds and crickets.
0: I'm almost afraid to ask you, but do you hear birds and crickets?
1: Evelyn, uh, I'm sorry, Rosman. yes, you can hear them.
4: Yes, that would be a yes. I'm in the affirmative on this one.
0: Can we, can we, can I locate them or is this sort of a... Uh... Sounds like it's coming from outside. Do I attach this to anything based on my scant occult knowledge? No. It is still midnight on the Mm docks, right?
4: Yep. The occasional
0: bird you might hear,
1: but not normally you don't hear cicadas or crickets.
0: I guess that's my question. Yeah, so how different is this from a normal... Because I'm sorry, I've been here a few months or a, a few... Okay, yeah. Almost two and two and a half months, yeah. Two and a half months. Okay. And I've I've never heard anything this
1: Not much, like this. No, exactly. It's it, it the the noise is the noise sounds far more like a rural area. Um you know, uh a field, a meadow, those kind of sounds that you would hear at night, not the not a city. You've been in a, you're in a very quiet area at night. Um, this isn't a working area at night. I mean, the the closest work is probably, a you know, half a block, a block away during the day. And that doesn't bother you while you slumber. But at night, this area is devoid of of most human life unless the odd vagrant is pissing against the wall because he's lost. Yeah, no, this is nothing that you recognize.
0: Rosamund, my friend, I am not one to be shaken often, but I have never heard this many birds and crickets before. I'm going to grab a couple of the nearest vials of something acidic and mm. uh, sort of tuck them in my, my pocket and say, shall we investigate what I'm sure is just going to be some birds and crickets. And crickets. <laughs> and crickets.
4: Um, dear, dear storyteller, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think Rosman would kind of want to leave them be and summon the spirit to kind of get questions, but I feel like is gonna really want to check this out first.
0: Okay. Well, I, I'll defer to you. I mean if if, if Rosamund tells me, oh, don't worry, it's just it's just that that thing that happens. But if that happens to be the indicator of fucking Summer Queen about to show up and sticking up herself, I don't you know, I, I don't want to be hanging out in the curse hole when that happens.
1: Right. Rosman, if you think you want to attempt to try to do some sort of of summoning ritual, you know that doesn't that's that takes some time and focuses make it easier. Who are you trying to reach?
4: Um, I believe the initial reaction of Ashenbrenner was for me to like talk to his priest.
1: Okay, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure Ashenbrenner has some sort of memento from from Maurice's helm at some point. Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: yeah, I might actually would, have harder. something with his jizz on it if that helps or doesn't. Uh, that, well, that's that,
1: really—it's probably a little much, but yes, we can yeah. use
4: that. I—I prefer his corpse.
0: <laughs>
1: well, he doesn't have that.
4: Oh, I he mean, does not have do that. Not. Dang, Ew. that's unfortunate. Um,
0: that could be its own adventure. I mean, the doctor might be able to get us access. Um, eventually, sure. Yeah, but for right now, yeah, I have you know knickknacks I will occasionally take and. You know, salt I would shaker, and, yeah, yeah, right. salt. I'd, I'd show up and, and put it in a different place next time. Yeah, <laughs> right. But he had fun. All right, so Rosman, all uh, um,
1: I'll, I'll, if you I'll say to that... kind
4: of like dissuade him from like doing what I think he's gonna want to do, uh, Ashenbrenner, messing with forces like this and throwing acid or fire at it is usually not a good thing.
0: Oh, the acid was more a. Um security blanket and i'll sort of sheepishly take them out of my pocket and put them back on the shelf <laughs> for now yeah yeah, yeah. Just, just polish them a little bit yeah
4: understandable. okay so.
1: <laughs> so go ahead and make um it's manipulation in a cult so to call out to maurice balderstrad and let you know you're gonna set up a ritual it takes you about 20 minutes to pre- prep everything if I can assist and, in
0: any way with my meager occult dots. Yeah, um, she,
1: instead of sixes, she can use fives, with the two of you focusing. Especially because Maurice is definitely connected to you, Brenner. Oh, yeah. That's eight No dice. idea why. Yeah.
4: Ooh. okay. Unfortunately, the crit fail and the crit success cancel each other out, and everything else is a success.
1: So... After about, a, you know, within a half hour, you're able to to break through the veil and make make contact. Um, he actually is is able to manifest. You see a, a very soft essence of glow in the in in a in the corner of the room, about 20 feet away. Um, who calls to me? Who makes me come so far? I snicker at so- that. Okay
4: my name is rosamond Henshaw, and I need to speak with Maurice.
1: You have called upon that name, and in my earthly coil, I would have responded and for that, I am here. what Why do you make me come so far so so far away?
4: You have been. According to my friend Ashenbrenner, you have been haunting his residence and I would like to understand...
3: Ashenbrenner!
4: Okay, okay. I don't think he likes you very much.
0: Can't think why.
1: Friend! I want no part of you to call him friend. You see the glow is much brighter. Truths! were revealed to me. Lies became truth upon my demise and my death, and you call him friend. No cad greater has ever lived.
0: I'm just
4: rolling I my eyes. I can corner. see that you are quite upset with him. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> um, are you, t- can I ask why you're a- This is so... such a sore subject? He...
1: manipulated and used my faith against me. But we will have our day. Yes. Yes, it has been granted to me that I will have my day. Perhaps... Perhaps that is why we are... We are here. So far. So far,
4: um, she looks to Asher Brenner. Can like care to elaborate on this?
0: Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna kind of sigh and and say, mm. I treated him like my meat puppet. He was a weak pig boy. Dressing as a priest, I've known whores with cleaner mouths and minds than this pudgy sack of piss and blood. And I'll You're just start yelling. He's
4: still here, right?
0: Yes, I hope. I hope it's warm where you are, pig. I hope you enjoyed all the attention I lavished upon you. You worthless gumbag you
1: see the shape manifest now into a more physical form and the two of you can easily make out that as he becomes more uh, more solid he's still you can still image through him a bit but as his corporeal shape takes on a better form or it it coalesces into what was Baldistrad you see he's holding a lot he's holding a length of chain and he starts gliding in the direction of you and you, Rosamond, and Ashenbrenner.
0: Have I you wonder, to- Maurice, are you still packing three and a half inches wild turgid?
4: Ashenbrenner, please.
0: I'm just genuinely curious, Rosamond. He had a notoriously small penis. Aye,
1: aye. He's now about ten feet away and slowly closing with this chain
4: has sent you here, and why are you chained like as so?
1: You brought me here. The chain is for him. It is going to be placed around his legs, and then every soul that he has corrupted, every death he has caused, every sketch that he has made will be shackled to him, weighing him down for the day that judgment comes.
0: I hope you have several years, Maurice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's about five feet away.
4: Maurice, I beg of you, this is not I'm trying to come up with something that would tell me who he, like brought him here. It's like, "You did not come out of the valley of death solely of your own volition. What did you see? Or was it just your anger for him that brought you here?"
1: Oh my. My anger was great when I knew of his tricks and lies, but no. He stops floating. He's close. He stopped, he's he's not moving forward anymore. You you've distracted him enough. But the chain is growing in his hands. The, the links are getting longer. Um it it it's definitely becoming right now, it's probably about seven or eight yards of phantasmic chain. Um, and it's just getting longer. And he says. No, I was aided here. I was brought here for a purpose. And that purpose was You, Rosmond
4: You were brought back to this plane for me.
1: For him to go to you. For him to need you. And now... The door starts to creak open. Now there's no way back, in time, to stop what has already begun. Tevi will have his revenge, and I am going to help him get it. And he moves towards you, Ashenbrenner, with a large clasp, and he's trying. He's going to s- start sliding right towards you to put it around your legs.
0: I'm gonna. Keep he wants to him, shackle I'm, you. Yeah, I'll keep. I'll keep uh, away. Okay from him
1: are you heading out the door because eventually you're gonna run out of building if you stay inside
0: um I'm gonna gesture to rosamond at the uh, the exit in the roof
1: okay, the little okay. thing all right so you don't go out the door that he that opened you want to try to you're going up the boxes and onto the ladder to get out
0: I feel like if the ghost that's trying to shackle you is trying to corral you towards something you probably
1: shouldn't. no
0: Call me, call me he's, crazy.
1: no no he's he's literally just following if and and the idea that the door opened that's fine and he's not trying to push you that way he's literally just trying to get if you make a left he makes a left if you oh, you know he makes his right so he's doing the opposite he's just trying to get these on your legs Got and you. eventually he's just going to spring at you but if you want to try backing away i mean you have celerity you're pretty you can be quick
0: yeah, um, I mean, knowing that this is a, a curse hole, I definitely would, you know, my my goal now, now that we know what, uh, mm-hmm. now that we know that Tev is behind it, my goal is to leave this place. Um, of course. Yeah. Okay, so you t- you
1: can get out with some rapidity. Rosamund is just a normal person. She moves at a, at a regular speed. Are you trying to get yourself in you know get out out at the top and say Rosman just get out um because you know if you're moving that way you're she's not going to be able to follow you he he'll be between you and her so I she was, won't be able to you know alight on the ladder and get out that way
0: well I okay I'm, I'm just letting her know that you know there's yep. the trap door but she can take the door if she wants I'm trying to you know lead him away from her. oh okay yeah, oh so
1: yeah. you're oh you're doing it you're doing it as almost like a um a like a, a a tactical retreat and so looking she can like, get okay, out so we can both i got get you out. Yeah, yeah yeah i understand so you can make, let her go first i i see rosman yeah. so that was the indication when he showed the trap door it wasn't like i'm going that way he's actually you know <laughs> peace okay. out have a great, right. night. Have a great night this night, is a trap <laughs> right i'll see you at luigi's we'll try to get something there but no no We're he's actually like for you. yeah yeah he's like girl you know you gotta go but if you move, you're gonna break the top. You're gonna to break the connection to him. Um.
0: Oh, if Rosamond yeah. moves, she breaks the connection. Yes, him. absolutely. Yes. What do you mean by connection? Well, she's talking like-
1: to him. She has. She has some. Right now, she has some say, and she can. Like when she started talking, he paused. She can kind of. Oh, like sway over. Him. She can sway him. I have right swayed now. Yes. O-
4: over dead people recently. This is kind of a new thing.
0: Sort of my Yeah, (laughs) It's a hobby. Yeah.
4: But yeah, um, Rosamond at this point looks at the door and goes, you, you set this up, you. And she's about to go into a cursing spree that I don't want to say because somebody on this, two people on this podcast are related to me.
0: (laughs) He likes to be called Meat Pig. (laughs) you <laughs> <Run>, me pink.
4: <laughs> Not the time, Ashenbrenner. You have clearly summoned a poltergeist from our greatest enemy at this time. Ha <laughs> ha!
0: More like, more like paltry geist. Huh? More like paltry geist. Maurice, tell me, is this the longest anyone has ever paid attention to anything you've ever said? You cryptic little boy, you. and You never answered me your question. Is the chain compensating for something, sweetie? Um,
1: Rosamund, are you trying to go or are you going to stay? Because it's going to matter a lot now.
4: I, I feel some loyalty to Ashenbrenner after everything we've been through, and is Maury still trying to no, like get to him?
1: No, Ashenbrenner, Brenner, you know you've seen him move with some some speed. He's just trying to give you he gave you the option to go first, like make a retreat, beat your feet. Let's go. And Sid, yeah. he's backing up, but he's running out of real estate. So if you don't go, Maurice is going to tr- like kind of pin him against a wall or or Asher going to end up leaving you. So you got to make a, you got to make a call. It's now or stay and keep questioning him and see what happens.
4: OK, um, I guess I'll take the word from Asher Brenner and uh, yippee ki kaye out of here. Okay, so she starts making the climb.
1: Coming. Yep. All right, Yasha yes, Brenner, you see, you, you see Rosman step. At that moment, Maurice is like free, and looks at you. So, we'll roll for initiatives. Um, you are probably much faster than he. What is your current dex?
0: Current dex uh, is three. I'd like to pump that up as soon as I'm able. Oh, you That's can I go can ahead and yep. You can build. burn
1: some blood to do that.
0: I can do that now. Okay, wonderful.
1: Yep. Start so, of any yeah. round, you can just hit it. Yes. So, um, are you going to en- enact your celerity as well?
0: Oh yeah, this is this is okay. fun
1: time. All right, so you can go. You can burn three as well right now, right?
0: I believe so. Yes.
1: Okay, so you can put two into celerity, making it a five. And then I'm sorry, two into dexterity rather making it a five, and then one in celerity, so you'd lose three blood, but you'd be fully at speed, at, you know, at your best speed, and much faster in dex than he is.
0: Wonderful. All
1: right, so I'm not even going to fight you on that. If that role would be ridiculous, uh, his dexterity is very slow as a spirit. He does move forward, and you sidestep him. You give him the, you know that that uh, road runner. <laughs> Step to the side. Yeah. The, <laughs> and um, you just, you're able to start, you start moving as well. You and Rosman make it, she makes it through the trap door. And Rosman, much to your surprise, not literally your foot is coming out That you know, you're kind of pulling yourself and wedging yourself out of the, the door on the roof. And Ashenbrenner is, is already on the ladder and coming out. And he slams the thing shut. You immediately recognize nothing.
0: You are not in London. Before uh, that strikes me, I am going to yell over my shoulder, I'm going to shit on all your relatives' corpses, Maurice! <laughs> Excellent. The chain
1: grows a little more, Ashenbrenner. <laughs> the chain grows a little more.
4: <laughs> a- Ashenbrenner, this... I... I understand that you are quite more of a darker spirit than perhaps, say, um, Simona or myself, you know. We are, we have some humanity, and perhaps I don't understand your fixation on this priest, but do you see what where we are right now?
0: I prefer provocateur, and I do. It seems to not be London. Do I have any idea? Is it some place that I know? Would this be, I don't geography isn't a, an attribute. It's,
1: yeah, it's raining... Um, do you have
0: anything in, a cult
1: will not help you here? Let me just check real quick. Go ahead and give me investigation
0: and intelligence. I got three sevens. Nice. Dang. I don't think I've ever seen that happen before. That's great.
4: Okay, I only got two and one of them was a crit fail.
1: Okay, so you had a zero. Yeah. You netted a zero. Okay, yeah. Asher Brenner.
4: I'm kind of what you I'm can, kind of freaked out by the priest thing.
1: Yeah, what you can... What you assume is that you're somewhere, and with your heightened senses, it's a, you think it's an island, and the wind is whipping, and it is raining a little bit. Now that you're on the rooftop, you feel some rain, some precipitation. Um, You are... What you think? If you had to guess, maybe around the Orkneys.
4: Hold on, we're up in Scotland.
1: Yeah, you're pretty. F- you're far up.
4: Let's just say it's the tippy top of Scotland, where the ponies live, but people not so much.
0: And we're on top of my warehouse. Like it's still my no. warehouse. No, okay. So what are we standing on? A rock. Oh, okay. And the door is also gone. It is now. Excellent. And
1: you just, both of you with your auspics, you just hear, <laughs> you'll never get back in time. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real-play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind-the-scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.